Happy game day, Predators fans, and welcome into this preview of the final game on the Nashville Predators four-game road stand as the Predators travel to Canada to take on the Vancouver Canucks, a team that's been strong out of the gates this season, as we'll get into their stats and why they've had a great start to the season uh, as a team that has been on a bit of a rebuild, but the young talent taking off as of late. Plus, at the end for my NHL talk, I'll talk about the player who's been the standard out rookie of the year candidate and my pick to win the rookie of the year and someone I highlighted not too long ago. We'll talk about that in NHL talk. But for the matchup tonight, here the final game of this four-game road trip. Again, the Predators taking on the Canucks. So let's get into some stats for you. The Predators are tied for third in the Central Division at 9-5-3 and three with 21 points. Tied with the Jets on 21 points. They sit a point behind the Colorado Avalanche. And they are very much starting to fall behind to the team that not many people really expected to have much success without Vladimir Tarasenko. But the St. Louis Blues, who are on a seven-game winning streak at 27 points, six points ahead of the Predators, uh, still have that game in hand. They play one extra game over Nashville. As for the Vancouver Canucks, a great start to the season for them. They're tied for third in the Pacific Division uh, with 21 points at 9-6-3, and three. and I say surprising because this is a team that went from being a Stanley Cup Finals contender to almost falling completely off the map of the NHL for a little bit. They struggled to find goaltending, they struggled to find defense, and even some offense. The Sedin twins started to to decline as they got older, they finally retired. But their young core has started to uh, started to impress as of late, and some trades and acquisitions they made in the off season have really seen the Canucks get better. They are on a four game losing streak, however, as we'll get into the last games for each team. The Predators coming off a shootout loss to the San Jose Sharks, who are still second bottom in the Pacific Division, but. For that game, you have to give massive credit to UC Soros. I thought that was Soros' best game of the season. He single-handedly kept the Predators in that game. Unlucky to get the loss there. Tomas Hurdle got the tying goal after Philip Forsberg opened the scoring on Martin Jones. Uh, Timo Meyer got the shootout winner. But again, I thought Soros played phenomenal between the pipes for the Predators, his best game of the season. And, you know, I've been a little bit critical with Soros, thinking that this has been a slow start that he doesn't need to have this year. But I think he's starting to get better and better as the season goes on. And I'm hopeful we'll start to see the UC Soros we saw sort of last year in that November and December run start to come into play as the Predators look to uh, move atop the Central Division. Again, going to have to take on a red-hot St. Louis team and a Colorado team that has been strong this season. And as we saw, they put up nine goals against the Predators on Thursday. As for the Vancouver Canucks, they took a tough loss to a team that has also been struggling this season in the Eastern Conference and the New Jersey Devils, who still sit bottom of the Metropolitan Division. So the Canucks, they'll be hungry to get back on track against the Predators uh, as they took that 2-1 to one loss to P.K. Subban's New Jersey Devils, a team that had some expectations coming into the year, adding guys like Subban and Wade Simmons and the number one overall pick, Jack Hughes. Again, Hughes's brother, Quinn Hughes, is a defenseman on the Vancouver Canucks, one of their prized possessions on the defensive process. 
prospect side who's done really well this year. He's got 12 points so far, two goals and 10 assists. So the leading scores for each team. I uh, got the top three once again. It hasn't changed for Nashville. Uh, Roman Yossi has five goals, 12 assists for 17 points and 17 games played. Ryan Ellis has three goals, 13 assists for 16 points in 17 games played. Uh, and Matt Duchesne, five goals, nine assists for 14 points in 16 games played. Those are your top three for Nashville. The top three for Vancouver starts off with the man who was the rookie of the year last year, the Calder Trophy winner, Elias Pettersson. Six goals, 15 assists for 21 points in 18 games played. And Pettersson is one of my favorite young players to watch in the NHL right now. The guy is very gifted. He's just got such a great set of hands, but just great hockey instinct overall. And the thing I've noticed with the Canucks, a lot of guys in the double-digit assist range. A very unselfish team that likes to move the puck right now. The guy right below him, I'm very surprised, uh, is JT Miller. Uh, JT Miller was on the Tampa Bay Lightning there for uh, a season and a half. He was in that trade with Ryan McDonough back in the 2017-2018 season. He played really well in that part of the season. He was with the Lightning. Uh, had a hat trick against the Ottawa Senators, I remember, because I was actually at that game. He had the hat trick. Uh, but then the next year, when they won the President's Trophy, Miller just seemed to not be as highly up the statistics ranks as some people thought after he got a new contract. So he shipped off to the Vancouver Canucks and has picked back up his form he had with the Lightning in that second half of the 17-18 season and that he had with the New York Rangers as well. Eight goals, 11 assists, 19 points for Miller in 18 games played. And then Brock Besser, a name that has also been pretty highly anticipated that the Canucks would see succeed, and boy, he has done that. The 2018 All-Star Game MVP, uh, 8 goals, 10 assists for 18 points and 18 games played. So a very good top three scorers right there for the Canucks, all offensive players. As opposed to Nashville, they got one guy that's a forward, uh, but two guys that are a defenseman that are leading the team in points. So... Again, the goalies, we don't know until the lineups are announced, so I'll uh, read off both teams' uh, two goalies, uh, starting with Pecorine, who I would expect to get the start against Vancouver tonight. 8-1-2 uh, and two for Rene, a 2.46 goals against average and a .912 save percentage. Again, UC Soros coming off a great performance against the San Jose Sharks despite taking the overtime loss. 1-4-1 one, one with a 3.48 goals against average and a .890 save percentage. As for the Canucks, this has been another part of why their team has had such a great start to the year. They've had really solid goaltending from both their goalies. Uh, Thatcher Demko, one of their top goalie prospects that a lot of people in Vancouver were hoping to develop. Now they're seeing why Demko is regarded as possibly one of the best goalies for the future in the NHL. 4-2-0 with a 1.99 goals against average and a .933 save percentage. Now, he's only uh, played in six games, but Demko has been strong for the Canucks, but they've also had great uh, goaltending from another guy, their other goalie, who's been mostly their starter. And some fans might remember when P.K. Subban scored against him from center ice 
and we didn't think this guy would be as good a goalie as he has been right now. I'm talking about Jacob Markstrom, uh, five, four, and three. And although the record might not sound impressive, this is where the numbers are pretty good: a 2.47 goals against average and a .918 save percentage. So both goalies with above .9 save percentages and below 2.5 goals against averages. That's pretty solid when both of your goalies are doing that well to start the year and you're able to get that good rotation. Again, Markstrom has played twice as many games as Demko, but they're still getting great production from both of them. So again, Demko and Markstrom, whoever goes between the pipes for Vancouver tonight, expect a tough goalie to face for the Predators uh, as they'll have a tough battle on their hands, both from the offensive side with the Canucks, with guys like Pedersen, Miller, and Besser, and the defensive side with guys like Quinn Hughes and their recent uh, acquisition and Tyler Myers who might not have as many points this season, but still a strong defensive asset. Some fans might remember when he was uh, with the Winnipeg Jets, him and Dustin Bufflin always used to be tough against the Predators. So, my players to watch tonight. And uh, last game I called out Thomas Hurdle. He got a goal. Kale McCarr got one goal and two assists against uh, the Predators. So I'm hoping that the Predators guy I picked tonight uh, can uh, continue his success. I'm going to start with him first. I'm picking Philip Forsberg. He's been on a roll since he's been back from his injury. Eight goals, five assists for 13 points in 11 games played for Forsberg. I like how he's able to play not only with the guys on the Jofa line and Johansson and Arvidsson, but when they put him back with Duchesne and Granlund or Yarncroc, he seems to mesh well with whoever he's playing with right now. And that's what I like to see from Philip Forsberg. And he's had some success against Vancouver in the past. And also the celebration game from him this season has been on point. I'm going to go with Philip Forsberg, number nine for the Predators uh, against the Canucks. And for the Vancouver Canucks, I'm going to go with Brock Besser. Uh, Besser has been a guy that has been pretty solid for the Canucks, even through the down times in the past few years. Again, eight goals, 10 assists for 18 points and 18 games played, number six in the blue and green jerseys for the Canucks. I like what Besser brings to the game for the Canucks as well and brings on the ice. Uh, He's just a solid all-around player, and that's what you like to have in these uh, prospects that you uh, hope to develop to be strong. Now, Besser's been a star player as of late, not really a prospect, but that's what you want to see from one of your top stars. So uh, Forsberg for the Predators, brought Besser for the Canucks are my players to watch again that matchup in Vancouver uh, tonight, and that should be a fun game between the Predators and the Canucks. So I mentioned that for my NHL talk quickly that I was going to discuss um, my favorite, uh, my player that I favor to win the uh, NHL Rookie of the Year, and it was one of the guys I highlighted in Kale McCarr. Uh, McCarr again, the Hobie Baker winner for uh, for UMass, one of the top defensive prospects of the past couple drafts. Uh, the first uh, round, fourth overall pick in 2017 by the Colorado Avalanche. Came into the playoffs last year against the Flames, immediately had an impact scoring in his debut. No regular season game experience at all for McCarr. He was recently just named the NHL's third star of the week. And in the regular season so far, 
We have not seen McCarr let off. In 17 games played, 4 goals, 13 assists for 17 points for Kale McCarr. And I've just got to say, watching McCarr play, I talked about him. He's such a a great skater. But he, he reminds me a lot of what Yossi brings to the Predators. But he's one of those guys that the Avalanche can depend on as a rookie to be a top defenseman. We saw the Avalanche ship off Tyson Berry, who is highly regarded as one of their best defensemen out there. Um, and they shipped him to the Toronto Maple Leafs for Nazem Kadri, and Kadri's worked out really well for the Avalanche as well. Uh, they still have Eric Johnson, who was a former first overall pick to the St. Louis Blues, uh, back there to be a veteran on the point for guys like Kale McCarr and also former Predators prospect in Sam Girard. And both of those guys have done really well for Colorado. And to think McCarr is only 21 years of age, that really impresses me. Uh, and it's funny enough, he's also younger than me, which is hard to believe. But when when you watch McCarr play, very gifted, very poised, but he plays like he's been in the league for a long time. I mean, and, and that's something that you want to see with these top defensemen that your team has that are up-and-coming prospect players but transition into being your best defenseman. And I think that's what McCarr has been for the Colorado Avalanche. Again, 17 points in 17 games played for a rookie, that's pretty darn impressive. And, you know, four goals, 13 assists, that those are great numbers and plus two. Uh, so when you have a defenseman that's in the plus that's always good to see. He's on a three-game point streak, as I mentioned right now. Uh, started out with an assist against Dallas, uh, and then the three-point night against Nashville, and then two goals against Columbus. And he's a guy that gets close to 25 shifts a night and averages you know, roughly close to 19 to 20 minutes of total uh, time on ice. So when you look at it, last five games, he's had four points. Uh, four po- points in four of the five games uh, that they've had, the only one not having a point against the Arizona Coyotes. But I, I'm going to go out on a record of this decade, or, or you know, this latter half of the decade, as Kale McCarr might be one of the best defensive prospects I've watched played in the NHL. And again, that's just my opinion. Some people might have others. I'm talking about guys that were recently drafted into the NHL. And I know Rosmus Dahlin has got a lot of hype around him. Miro Haskinen does as well. But when you just watch Kale McCarr, I, I, I enjoy watching him play. And he's such a good defenseman. He's a good two-way defenseman, which in the modern-day NHL, it's key to have defensemen that not only can play on the back end, back end for you, but can get involved in the offense. And that's what McCarr has brought to the Colorado Avalanche, a team that's going to be very tough to compete with in the Central Division for years to come. That's very young, has guys like McKinnon, Rantanen, McCarr, Gerard. And just to name a few. And and I think the Colorado Avalanche have done a really good job developing McCarr, having a guy like Eric Johnson back there to help him and Sam Gerrard get acclimated to the NHL, but also having confidence in McCarr right now. So, in my opinion, Kale McCarr right now is the runaway favorite to win the Calder Trophy, kind of like Pedersen was last year uh, for the um, 
for the Canucks. I think this is McCarr's Calder trophy to lose. It's going to be tough. You know, Dante Fabro's done well for Nashville. It'll be tough to see him up in the running. But I think that McCarr right now, the runaway favorite for the Colorado Avalanche on defense. It's been a great year for defensive rookie prospects. Again, Kale McCarr, Quinn Hughes, who you'll see tonight for Vancouver, and Dante Fabro, who you'll see for Nashville. So a lot of good up-and-coming players. I believe, if I'm not wrong, actually McCarr's from uh, Calgary, Alberta. I thought he was American, but uh, Hughes and Fabro are both um, American players. So again, you just see the up up-and-coming defensive talent in the NHL right now. And you've got to be really impressed. It's actually, I'm wrong again. Uh, British Columbia for Fabro as well. But guys that came through the college ranks in the U.S., I should say. But again, Kale McCarr, probably one of the best defensive prospects I've watched on this latter half of this decade. And my favorite uh, uh, to win the Calder Trophy. So, Again, that's just my NHL talk. I appreciate that. If there's anything you want me to talk about on NHL talk uh, coming up through these previews, shoot me some ideas or shoot me some discussion points. I'd be very happy to talk about them. I love hearing what you, the fans at home of the NHL and the Predators, want to discuss, and I'd be happy to do that more often. So uh, I'm very much looking forward to that. So tonight... In Vancouver, 9 p.m. Central Time. You can watch on Fox Sports Tennessee at the Rogers uh, Arena in Vancouver. The Predators and the Canucks. Uh, if you need any more updates throughout the game, you can follow us on our uh, social media platforms, Penalty Box Radio, where all the contributors will be giving updates throughout the game tonight. And also make sure to follow me on Twitter at SamFleming10 if you want to discuss anything in regards to the game or the Predators in general. Uh, I'm excited. I'm going to be joining Justin Bradford and crew on Penalty Box Radio Live on Wednesday night. So I'm looking forward to doing that. We'll talk some Predators. And we'll also talk about G. Nash High School Hockey as well. So make sure to tune into that on 102.5 The Game. So again, Predators, Canucks, tonight at 9 o'clock should be a good matchup. And thanks for listening to this preview, and go Preds!